When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Y'all, we're back with the best reality show on television right now. And that's big royalty. <laughs> Gee, it's good to see ya. How you doing, buddy? Hope Ooh. you have a wonderful day. Oink, oink. Y'all, we, uh, basically, I went, we, we went on Kate Casey's show. We did. Uh, it should be out this week, right? Um, we're, we're, we're recording this on Tuesday. Come with say Kate Casey? Kate Casey. Uh, I can look at my phone. If you don't know, Kate Casey, her show is called Reality Life. Reality um, Life. She's also Kate having Casey. a producer from Pig Royalty on her show. Basically, you know what? Because I forced her, to, I said, you this, have to talk to this person. Kate Casey's show is going to be like nonstop Pig Royalty for a while because she's obsessed with the show like we are it's now. It's not on yet. It's not. Com- it should be coming out soon. Um, but we were, we were also on Kate Casey's Reality Life with... The one and only Hub House, Lindsay Hubbard from Summer House. Who's tracing? We did not get to interact with her, unfortunately. No. Because probably... It's we- not like Andy <laughs> Cohen where we're sitting on Kate Casey's couch. We, we uh, probably, when we screamed, who's Tracy at her, she would be confused and you know, ask who Lindsay, we are. I bet Lindsay doesn't even remember that part. No. She's like, what do you mean, who's Tracy? <laughs> she won't remember... It was such a minor part in the show. She's not going to know. She won't know. She's not going to know. But um, anyway, you know, so be sure to tune into Kate Casey interviewing the creator of Pig Royalty. It's, crea- it's the creator? Yeah, I believe it's the creator of Pig Royalty. Y'all, basically, we went in there. You're we, welcome, Kate Casey. I tried to kind of calm myself down and be rational you're, about it. You're welcome, reality lifers. But I just sounded like an obsessed fan of the show. I'm like, I mean, it's got everything. I mean, there's this and there's this. If I have to say, I'm going to say this now. If they did a reunion of this show. And if I wasn't, we I weren't would the host. I would want to host it. <gasps> so oh my bad. God, I would give anything. You, I would have to give you so much. I would rid- do it for rid- free. No, I wouldn't. I would have to give you so much <laughs> Ritalin and Xanax. You would. Just for you to focus. I, you know I never fan people. I don't really care. 
I don't care about a lot of people. Um, that is so not true. <laughs> who who have I fanned? Who have I fanned? Tia or no, Tamara? No, no. That's when I first moved to Los Angeles and was really green. Now um, I'm so jaded. You cried at the 101 Cafe when Jared Leto That's was there. That's Jared Leto. That's Jared Leto. There was, there was um, also... Who doesn't cry when Jared Leto's right there? Um, My so-called life. He was talking about how Oliver Stone in a movie and you were he, breathless. He sounded like a douchebag. <laughs> he really did. <laughs> Oliver you, and I... Y'all, this says something. Poodle was so taken aback... He couldn't eat his sweet potato fries, and those no, are delicious. At the no, one. they're close now. Which is closed. R.I.P. Pandemic took away everything we loved. Took away, everything. Um, but not pigs. Not, <laughs> not pigs. I, I, but I do want to say, like, I'm the last to stage door. I, you know, go to the. I'm trying to. If our friend Sissy, I got to call her back. If our friend Sissy was here, she could bring up a lot more people that you've. I will say though, about. like in the first two or three years I lived here, yes. Didn't you now freak I don't out care. once about like? Didn't you one time freak out about Selma Blair? Didn't you see Selma Blair? I thought. Uh, Who am I thinking of? No, not me. Um, all I know is if I saw Ryan Rash in the real world, I would lose my mind. <laughs> I've looked at her Instagram. You need to be her for Halloween. Uh, it's well. You kind of a little similar. Well, her Instagram is not as exciting as I wanted it to be. I thought it yeah. would be like a lot of self-involved, yeah, like pretty pictures of makeup and a I lot can of make fun of. But it's actually really funny and like oh. good and talks about like funny you, stuff. You both could be mistaken for drag queens playing Ursula. You know what? That's a good <laughs> idea. I could dress up as him, and you would look perfect as a pig. <laughs> Especially one of those floppier ones that oh, are temperamental. That are bitchy. Yeah. As Mackenzie says, <laughs> the pigs are kind of bitch. The floppier ones are bitchy. Just kind of gravitate towards the pig, I guess. Yep. They're like me. Okay, y'all. Um, this is Pig Royalty episode four, by the way. Episode four. Uh, this is reality four. gaze. If we well, haven't said it. Extra. You're on our you're on our extra right now, so you're either X, a, X, 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 you're extra. a super sissy on Supercast or you're a, a, a gaytron on our Patreon, and we appreciate you for it. Um, but this episode's called Tyler Meets His Hero, and By that the way, is the yes. aforementioned Ryan Rash we're talking about, who we're going to get to. By the way, have you? I know it's been two days, have you? But this does affect our, especially everyone at the eight dollar tier. Have you made a decision yet about Extreme Sisters? I haven't. Okay. Um, actually, I kind of did, but I don't. And then I kind of went back on it um, because I don't think you'd let me have this. But the uh, <coughs> excuse me, um, I might agree to do it. Okay. If I get one tap out, at least one tap out, where if I see something and I'm so repulsed, I can't even talk about it. You have to talk about those two sisters by yourself. I can't even do it. I will, I will talk I will, about anybody else. I will agree to that if I can bring someone else on the show to talk about it. Absolutely not. Okay, then you'll do it. <laughs> well, no. Then, then they, would have to, they would have to do that segment. They would have to do that segment and leave. No, no, no. If you, if you brought someone... <laughs> If you brought someone in here to this house, I wouldn't bring them in. What if I told you that it was fine and I talked about it by myself in front of you? And then when the show played, I'd actually gone behind your back and done an interview with someone else and edited it in. Uh, that would be a problem in our relationship. 
and you would have to beg me for forgiveness. You would have broken the trust. I don't know. I don't know why that it's it's an it's not enough for me to say I'm so uncomfortable with this. But I have been pushed. I have been cajoled ha- by have, messages. I have, I, we have never had a response for the this, Instagram so. messages that I have gotten I, were like things that you tell your high school girlfriend on prom night. When Come you're on, to sleep with her. You know you love me. <laughs> I need you to prove your love. <laughs> It's true. It it feels all very triggering to me. Someone posted that they're going to chase you in a Batman suit if I, you don't do this show. And one, someone on the Sissy Squad told me they would scream outside my apartment like a cicada. Um, they would. Uh, it's not like, not, not like the cricket that he was in my cricket, That cricket. So anyway, y'all, Extreme Sisters, I'm, Poodle's still I'm, on the fence. I'm contemplating also, also, you also have to... Uh, during that, if you can get me a drizzly order, that'll make things better. I won't get you the drizzly Several. order, but I would potentially talk about letting you tap out one time. However, if there's something grosser down the line and you've already tapped out, oh, no. you have to talk about <laughs> it. You only get one tap out. Like, So you got to save it. Like when they decide to both enter a hot dog eating contest. Yeah, because you know that penultimate... <laughs> episode it's gonna be rough and if you've tapped out before that you fucked yeah or when they decide to like mat- get matching uh ribs taken out of their bodies yeah, uh-huh. or something like that yeah the tooth about not took me out the the her her saying <sighs> her saying she wanted to get her tooth removed uh, because uh, her twin sister had to get hers removed. Please, pretty... I, I'm I'm I've just eaten. <laughs> <laughs> so y'all, the jury's still out, but keep coming at him. <laughs> I'm t- no, don't come at me anymore. <laughs> I uh, whatever you can say isn't going to help me. This is going to be a dark night of the soul for me. <laughs> I have to decide if I can do this. <laughs> if <laughs> if my own personal ethics are worth sacrificing for something you want to do. But maybe down the line, I can exchange this for something that I want. I just want to say, you said this about Smothered, and now you miss it. No, 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 no. I think this is very different than Smothered. (sighs) We don't have time, but you're right. We should talk about pig royalty. Fuck this shit. Okay. A show that that lifts me up instead of drags me down. It's true. It's... It, I agree with you. It probably is the best show of 2021. Best show of 2021 for me. I agree with best you. show. 100% Best agree. show. Uh, for everyone, that's when, when people ask me, uh, I think I was talking, when I was doing 420 Fiance uh, as a guest with Miles and Sophia, uh, which y'all, if you don't, if you're, a, if you're a cannabis lover or just enjoy a toke, you gotta listen to 420 Fiance. They are funny. Uh, they're very funny. It's a completely different kind of show than we are than we yeah. do because they're younger than us. <laughs> yeah, I doubt. I doubt. I doubt there are a lot of parquet references. <laughs> Sometimes they say things, and I don't know what it means, but I laugh. Yeah, um, that's you in life a lot. Uh, but you got to listen to that. But that we were, um, we were. They said, "What are you watching?" I'm like, "Pig royalty." When like I'll I'll I will interrupt people when they're like, "So what show?" Pig royalty. That's the show. It's pretty good. I I've I'm in love. Well, let's let's stop you jacking off in front of the 
the mic and I would, actually talk I would about masturbate pig royalty. <laughs> I wish yeah. if we were filming someone this, I would said, just show I just gave just it a resty. And uh well there goes their hosting the tell all. <laughs> Hope you're happy. Y'all, this episode, this was such oh god. My heart was in my throat this a couple a, times. This I cheered. Me too. This is a I good cried. Episode. I actually cried. Okay, y'all. I cry every episode, though. <laughs> so this episode is, sta- is is starting where Tyler and Cammy, and basically he's basically talking and saying, you know, Michelle Bolero is, you know, Tyler. Re- I've got it. Tyler doesn't let shit go. No, this is a queen that when you wrong her or someone she loves, bitch remembers. You know why? I feel like he has so much family loyalty to the Reens. Oh yeah, we find and, that out later. And it is just because. These are the people who've kind of they really they really are there's they're just this band of misfits they in are. a way. Yeah, I love them. Even if you watch the kids that they the kids they have on their team, it's like a foreign exchange student. There was like a little black girl there too. Yeah. The the Which tykes. In Texas and I know. You know yeah. And I I do expect to see like an Inuit person with a harpoon sitting there. <laughs> Like a like a Benoit uh, Benetton just ad, and it, just and it, like the colors of Ben. <laughs> Is colors of Benetton clothes? I think they're done. Oh, okay, but I'm saying it. There, there's all kinds of people in the in the the rings. All kinds of people at a picture. All kinds of people in this world. I think that's a musical theater I, I deep think cut. It is, yeah. So he basically says Michelle saying she uses this money for scholarships. I don't see the it's money. It's for the kids. Where did the it's money the go? Kids. This episode is very, just to set up this episode, if you didn't watch it, which honestly, if you didn't, stop listening right now. <laughs> go pay Discovery Plus fucking $5 and watch this shit. I kind of get it that people say, I don't want to give them my money and I don't want to spend $5 a month. Uh, the just, thing is. Just wait till they all comes out and spend $7 exactly. for one month with no commercials. Exactly. And them. Just do that. Because here's the thing, you then guys. Cancel. Think what? Think how much? Think how many dollars you spend on things like that are ridiculous Starbucks. every week. Yeah, you can make coffee at home. Pig royalty will 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 nourish you a lot more than Starbucks. It'll nourish your soul. Although Starbucks, if you want to sponsor us, we're here. <laughs> we drink you a lot. I don't think they need to do a lot of advertising on podcasts. Yeah, I don't think so. I think they go to Brene Brown first. Yeah. I don't even think they need her. <laughs> they don't. They don't need her at all. So this episode is very this and then this, like tit for tat. So it's very cut to, it's going to be a it's lot an of- editing episode. Yeah, it's a lot of, we see the Boleros and kind of their experience, and then we see- the Reens and their experience yeah. to juxtaposition the two. So I say that because Tyler's saying, I don't know where all that money goes. Cut to Michelle getting her nails done and pedicures with all the Cheetah her, Clan. The Cheetah Clan with her daughters and some of their friends. And she's saying, Look, y'all, y'all made a great weekend. And we're, I'm just so happy. And this is all on me. You're, you do Michelle as kind of like a Southern Darcy. Yeah, <laughs> it's all on me. Uh, and she's like, I, you know, most people get a pedicure and they're there like four to five minutes. I'm there an hour and a half. And then you hear the producer say, so Michelle, uh, how much money go? How much money did you make on a show? I don't know. It's not really, it's not, it's not an amount or anything that I have counted. I didn't count it. (laughs) I just, you know, 
Uh, Wait to pay for the buckles. She's I'll like, give you a I don't number. know. I don't know how much money I made. Yeah, you know, I got an Excel file somewhere. <laughs> I don't know. I think it's it's on my Toshiba. Let me just print that out. I've got to figure out my DOS, and I'll get it right back to you. It's in my Dell charts. Uh-uh. <laughs> exactly. Um, I wrote it out in Word Perfect. <laughs> It'll be right to you. Word perfect. <laughs> I made a sign in MS Paint. <laughs> Pig show here. <laughs> MS Paint. <laughs> <laughs> You're old. Remember so MS Paint? Oh, God. Y'all, if you're like, if you're under 30, MS Paint was this thing that we could make like, I don't know, car wash on Saturday yeah. and there was clip art and, clip and you art. had to buy you had to buy it for like eight hundred dollars like, <laughs> and it looked like a generic Super Mario character it was so bad it was so bad but, but anyway. that was what we had so it cost eleven hundred dollars true <laughs> so but yeah I don't know my final numbers yet but yeah so um but then we cut to Michelle saying you know but Pick shows, it's easy money. It's really easy yeah, money. Yeah, they, I guarantee you, I would love to they, see what, what was left on the cutting room floor. They get Michelle talking. I guarantee so you, they're, they're, Michelle talked to them about, about this kind of like going off about herself. She probably talked three or four hours. I bet Michelle doesn't, maybe she does. I bet she she doesn't watch... Either I don't know. Does she not watch a lot of TV? Yeah, I feel like you she, can't. She's very unself unaware. Yes. Yeah. And like to like if I was on, but we work in it, so I guess it's hard for us to even yeah. just realize. Jody, it. I think Jody and Josh, the Reen, they get it. They get it. They, so do so do Tyler and the girls. So they, the Tiger and the Reen, Tyler and the Reen girls. Well, and I think and I think the, the Bolero, Bolero girls, girls get it too. Maybe not. Um, maybe not Michaela. <laughs> I don't know if Michaela's the brightest blonde in the bunch, but Mackenzie oh. and McCall definitely get it. Ooh. Yes. Yeah, they're the... Uh, so, um, anyway, but Michelle also says, you know, showmanship also goes outside the pig ring, and the way Jody Ring just showed her ass, I didn't appreciate it. I thought it was not classy. <laughs> not classy like us. Not classy like me. Cue going to the Cheetah's Cheetah, Cheetah-lish store. Okay. There's an actual store called Cheetalish. This is very on brand for Oklahoma. I was surprised I, this was in Texas. I kind of, you know what? You're making fun of. If I took you to this store, <laughs> I you, have a leopard. I have a leopard sweater. You I love do. leopard. I, I like leopard. I don't love cheetah. I guarantee you, though. But you know they're going to have other. Yeah, leopard. you're right. I guarantee you, you other big cats. You, you would have walked out with two things, probably at least. I like the kitschiness of it. You 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 kind of need a really gorgeous leopard print shawl. You're not far off. You know what? Yeah. I, can't you just see yourself doing a live show? You're wearing all black, cute little shoes, and then <laughs> maybe the shoes are red. I think we're getting into a weird area. Don't you think like <laughs> all black, some cute red shoes, and just a leopard shawl? That would be beautiful on you. Yeah, and it's just tell not me that there's anything wrong with good. this. But tell me, it doesn't make you feel good. I it does. I'm just saying, it's hard for people to have sex with me after that. 
And that's important to me. Um, so you're saying once you... if you, That's a very acquired taste. So if you clamp it down and you're like with someone forever, like oh, they, you know they're 10 years it's, in. It's all so comfort. It's all, all comfort all the time. It's sarong wear all day. Sarongs, very... I'll, it, it'll look like I'm wearing tents. I'll just walk around and so, drag layers of clothing. It just look like you're a floating tent. Yes. I'd support that for yeah. you. Um. And so uh, Michelle is buying the girls anything they want. It's all on me. All, hey, pig money over here. Pig money. She says, y'all try whatever you want. I got it. I appreciate <laughs> it. And here's the sad thing. It's so, it, it's sad because when they're checking out, Michelle says, see how I take care of y'all? Yep. And this is how she's buying their love. Yes. That's when I, I wrote that down. This is the thing. And Tyler, Tyler, they edit this, and it's so sm- – this this was the best edited episode we've seen yet. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. But it gets into Tyler saying uh, – talking to Cammie, I believe, saying her girls are just so mean to her that uh, – and you just know she, like, cries in the shower. Yeah, because, y'all, they're in the car, and they're they're driving. Driving yeah. down the highway. And, and we're going to go to Pink Show time. <laughs> um. <clears throat> don't come back because I'm going to whip my pig's face. <laughs> Y'all, that's a smothered cut. Um, that I think that's going to be a cut that we're going to use. Every show. <laughs> Elena Galan, we're not paying you, Rossies. <laughs> I'd pay her a dollar every time we did it. No, her people would come for us. It's true. Mm-hmm. But that mother seems litigious. Yeah, uh, okay. But so, yeah, talk about this. I love this. Uh, so Tyler says, you know, she, Michelle's, Michelle's daughters are so mean to her. She, you know, she cries in the shower. And Tyler says, it makes me feel bad for her that she's like, kind of, but then I really don't like her. He but said, I want to hug her. Right. So, and the reason why he does that is because uh, when, when people have been through shitty times, you guys, that, that's one of the ways you develop empathy. Yes. For people, because yes. that's it's you really if you honestly, it is hard to go through life and have empathy uh, or to put yourself in someone's shoes if your life's been perfect, if you've oh, never yeah. had any adversity. Oh, yeah. Um, because it's yes, you you can be one of those people. I have known those people um, like I think I've talked about this before when I went on, I went on a date, like it was like a third or fourth date when you're really starting to get to know someone. Mm-hmm. I'm like, so what was your, oh, you that's know? when you sleep together the first time. Yeah. That's when. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, the third date is when they, then you sled say pee on me. <laughs> that's the traditional wow. third date. Wow. The the third date is the is the role play and nipple clamps. Here comes the rain again, <laughs> falling on my head like a melody. Uh, yeah, and and role play nipple clamps and uh, electrodes. That's the third date. Again, producer just <laughs> said not having a day for the reunion. No, but Sorry. I think what I was say- what I was saying. <laughs> What I was saying is, I'm like, yeah, like, like, it's like, yeah, a perfectly normal childhood. And I was like, no one's will have one of those. No one, no one. You've you've got to have something. Yeah. Not not really, but it, and he it tell it it kind of said he, it, he was talking about. It. It's like, yeah, it was kind of boring actually. 
it's like everything I love my love my parents grew up and just did this and and I said okay was, well that was he born in the bedroom you know I will be honest that kind of color after that colored everything but before was the sex good oh hmm. if I was to give it a grade I would say B, solid B. Um, But, 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 there was, and then I knew that was all it would ever become. And, and, but later on I was talking to him and then I kind of found a little bit that was, um, that was a little sketch and that I couldn't really figure out. He wouldn't really say much about it. I was like, I'm gonna let that go. But the more I kind of, and we, we, we went up going on a fourth date and then I realized it's not that there wasn't a lot there. He just didn't have a lot of empathy towards other people. He hadn't really been through anything, and he didn't really he wasn't really able to understand anything. Mm. Um, and when when something bad would happen, he was like, "Oh, I'm so sorry. That's got to be terrible." And I'm like, "Yeah, it happened." But I and like every time I would say something or I tell a story, mm-hmm. and it was like, oh, that's that's so bad, and and I would try to diffuse it with humor, which is what people do a lot of times, and he would laugh. It's like, but still, you had to. I'm like, kind of, but I've handled it, and I've moved past that, and I can talk about it with you. But it was it was really interesting, and I uh, and we kind of I kind of ended it after that, and he's like. Well, that's a surprise. Can you tell me? It's like, did I do something? I'm like, no, I just don't think we're a match. And we were like belaboring and belaboring. I'm like, honestly, you had a perfect childhood. <laughs> and according to you. And that weirds me out a little bit. Because it tells me either that you've either skipped over a lot of that. Mm-hmm. And it tells me that or you've convinced yourself that uh, – or you're, you're not that connected to your emotions. Mm. And that completely made him freak the fuck out. And then that made it, made you want to fuck him again. A little bit. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. That's Poodle's way. Strangely, strangely, after that, though, he like hit me up and just wanted to have sex after about six months later. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Wasn't, you wasn't, it? No, wasn't good enough for me to like uh, double dip. Oh, you only do that for A's? Yeah. Or at least B pluses, <clears throat> or huge dicks, even when they don't know how to use it. Where are we? What <laughs> happened? Let, where 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 did you get me into this? <laughs> I didn't. Do- <laughs> Someone just said- oh empathy empathy okay, yeah. Uh, so but Tyler's been through it, and so he kind of, I think w- with that he kind of has that experience, and it gives you a little bit of an emotional depth to be able to do it. Oh yeah, because uh, well, let's just say it right now. Basically, Tyler. Uh, when he came out to his family. He talked about this later in the episode. They yeah. kind of build to it more. But yeah, go ahead. <laughs> well, no, I'm just letting people know. That, that was so dismissive. <laughs> no, I meant it like. They kind of build to it more, but Poodle's just going to ruin it right no, here. No, I mean, I didn't mean about you. I just meant that it's really well done the way they do it in the show. I'll let them <laughs> do it then. No. 
That's actually not about you. I'm just saying it's. I'm it's just, really well done. It's complimenting the show. I guess we're we're really gonna. You no, know, it's really well do done. A but, half-ass but job. Poodle's now. gonna raw dog it for you right now. He's gonna raw dog it. <laughs> Speaking of, she's congratulations. Married. Best wishes, BGL. She I'm got sure married. your husband slash troll will be infinitely happy. I raw dog that <laughs> dick, and I locked it down. With my American Volvo. <laughs> I believe that's the same guy she was, she's been with I guess. the whole time. Poor guy. Salutations. Salutations. Mazel, you Mazel. couple. So, yes. So, Tyler, he, like, he basically kind of was, they don't even remember when. Like, it wasn't even, but basically he's been integrated into the Reen family because he didn't have a good experience. Yeah, with his, his family, he, uh, his family just... He said, you know, I said, Mom, if you don't accept me, who I am, uh, then that's it. You know, no, no, I just want to preface. He said, because, you know, parents have a coming out. Kids come out, right. parents are shocked. And I used to, when I did youth counseling a lot, I would tell kids, like, remember your parent, give them some time. You had some time to get used to it. Right. Some parents, it's very it's, true. For some parents, they need to have a coming out experience of their own and right. grieve and da, da, da. In Tyler's defense, he told his mom, his parents, he came from, as his words, a very Christian family, Christian religious family. And he said, I told them, I will give you a year to accept this. That's right. He did say that. after that, but I'll give you a year. I'm really doing this crappy. You're right. (laughs) And Tyler said, I'll I'll give you this time. Instead, he said, my mother leaned up in her chair and said, I'm never going to accept this. In her rocking chair. I'm never going to accept this. Get out of my house. Get out. Pack your stuff. And he left. And y'all... That's he is not an a complete exception. No, he it, he's a statistic. What sometimes. a bunch of pieces, shit, parents. And the the thing about it is the yes, a parent when when a kid says I'm gay or the parent finds out, you have to you have to grieve the heterosexual dreams that you had for your kid. But for sure, it, but at the same time. Those were your dreams for your kid, You're, and not as a gay theirs. Person, you do that. It's a gay person. You have to you grieve. You, you grieve the do, life, the the quote unquote normal life that like, you would have had. Yes, I'm like, oh my god, I'm not going to marry a woman. I'm not going to be a church choir director. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. God, I'm not. You would have been. I still say <laughs> you would have been such a good Baptist youth pastor. I would have. I That's it. I would have. With your wife Marlene, she wear sweater sets all the time, you and you would pick do them the out. Music, and we would be friends and go out on a double date, and then you would spread a rumor that I was gay <laughs> and to deflect from you and get that's me kicked, exactly what I do. Get me kicked out of the church. Yeah, I have a I have a feeling something's off about her, him, I her. Think, I mean him. I think something's wrong with Brother Maddie. <laughs> yeah, I don't like the way he looks at the servers at the Olive Garden. <laughs> Yeah, look, he's a little light in the loafers, as we like to say. He ate that large breadstick very, <laughs> very sinfully. <laughs> he, what do they call that? He deep throated it. Deep-throated. Have you heard that word? I wouldn't know. I wouldn't know. I wouldn't I've only know. seen. I've only seen about it in Tiger Beat. I mean, mm. Ladies Home Journal. I, I mean, mean, Men's Health. I, I mean, mean, Reader's Digest. Yes. I mean, Christian Monthly. I mean, <laughs> yes. Guns and God. God posts. Guns and God. <laughs> there better be a magazine called Guns and God. There needs to be. Anyway. My so, devotional. My devotional. So Tyler 
So that's kind of like, so y'all, Tyler, you know, we talk about when you're, when you're uh, queer or whatever, or gay or whatever, we talk about how there's family of origin and then family of choice. Family of choice, yeah. And the Reens are his family of choice. So he even calls uh, mom and dad. Papa Reen, he calls him dad. And that's why I think he has such a uh, loyalty to them. And, you know, when Tyler gets upset or uh, anything about, with, especially when the Boleros are coming for them, especially one of my favorite things about this show is how Tyler uh, takes Cannon under his wing uh, and and how Tyler handles Cannon better than almost anyone. Anyway, you know what I'm impressed with Tyler? Because how old is Tyler? Mid-20s, probably. Maybe late 20s. The oh. confidence that he has with yeah. what he went through, I did not have that when I was his no. age. No, 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 no. It is truly remarkable. And the way he just, the way he presents his story on TV mm-hmm. is, and just on camera, is is remarkable. Yeah. They really cast this well, guys. They did. Uh, I, I, it's a, I, it's I can't kind wait of, to so listen to Kate Casey. It's kind of a perfect show. I don't like to uh, uh, offer labels like that. Cut to, in three episodes, he's going to say, this show's perfect! <laughs> You know, whenever I say that, things let me down. Uh, it, it's like how how Glee was such a good pilot, and Boy, I, that... think, I think I'm still a little. I think I'm still a little shell shocked about how bad Glee got. I know. I remember Nip Tuck. Ryan oh. Murphy fooled me once. Don't fool me or again. Or True Blood. Remember True oh. Blood, the first season of True Blood. So good. It was never it was never that well written of a show, but it was so so visually yes. uh, and interesting. And then the last season was like some type of snuff film <laughs> where they were killing my dreams. You are so <laughs> off on tangents today, and it's not me. And I, but I enjoy it. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> uh, it's because I gave you that iced coffee. Uh, that's probably it. I like it though. So. Um, they are. Did you? I have a question. Oh yeah. Uh, so Michelle. Well, no, this is later. I'm sorry. So Michelle posts on social yeah, media. Talk about the Does anybody know where we can find homeless people? Can we find homeless people? Because we're gonna not, give them blankets. Not not like normal homeless, but the real destitute the real. ones. It's, I mean, did the ones with like stuff in their hair? Tyler's <laughs> like, oh my god, and he even shows it to Jody. To Jody, and he brings up. He's like. This is when it stopped being about the kids because they right. started charging kids. And Jody said, "I will again." She said, "I will never charge a kid to be on my team." And she looks at the post and she said, "I don't live in San Antonio, and I know where the homeless people are." It's for Michelle, you guys. All of this, even her social media idea. This is all performative. She is trying to create an image of who she is on social media. Does that sound familiar? For a, for a lot of people we see on social media. She, it really is. We've talked about this before, about this whole like Dolly Parton trifecta thing that I once heard Kenny Rogers say. Like you have three parts of yourself. The person you are, the person you think people see you as, and the person you that people actually do see you as. You were so right what you said earlier. Like the, the shell, those three personas for her are radically different. One's on Saturn, one's on Jupiter, and another one's not even in the Milky Way. No self-conception at At all. all. And we see this because y'all, we see Jody, the the, the editing was fantastic. When Jody says, I will never charge a kid to be on team, cut to Michelle is at an auction. This is what I want you, I want you to, I want 
I want help with this. Yeah. Because it sounds like, let me, let me walk you through for what I understood. Sure. This is an auction mm-hmm. where... Hey, pretty lady, won't you give me a pig? We will always sing that song anytime we talk about an auction. We will. John Michael Montgomery? Yes. Who was cute. Um, I wonder what he looks like now. Don't look. Not cute. Uh, so He looks like a football dad, I bet. I bet so. So the auction. So it, this is what it sounds like to me. Here's what I wrote down. Local money businessmen give money to the kids for their futures for the ones who've, but it's also for the pigs. They're not really paying for the pigs. They're kind of giving money to the young young people. It's all pretense. It's all pretense because they and they do this. So I feel like in small towns, there'll be reasons. I've never heard about this, but I, it's one of those things that I think you 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 want people to feel like they're. It's like people who want to have a star named after them, yeah, or something like that. Like it's not. This real thing, but you, or I guess you do have a star named after you, but it's this thing where they, they, they don't want to like bid on the kids because that feels gross to like pay for young kids. Yeah, that's so, what I was thinking. So they use the pigs that they're giving money to like basically like sponsor a pig. But then they keep saying she's going to Texas A&M in the fall college station. She's going to major in agricultural science. Honey, don't major in boys because it's not as as lucrative. Poodle would argue with that. (laughs) I'm changing my major to boys. If you know the movie, the musical Fun Home. Wow. That's not a deep cut. That's people know that show. People do know that show. It's a lesbian cartoonist musical. Say also that, about when they live fast four times. Lesbian cartoonist <laughs> musical. Lesbian cartoonist musical. My tongue is adept. And they grew up in a funeral home. Uh, changing my major no, we can't to boy. No more iced coffee for you. You're a fucking <laughs> so, bad shit crazy. So, sibling fights are unavoidable. But what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcast. Poodle, I gotta tell you, I think I just made one of the best investments for myself. Oh, thank God. You got rid of those braces and decided to sew your mouth completely shut. Perfect. No. The doctor just added four more months. I think he's trolling me at this point. No. See, 
now that I'm putting myself out there. No one wants to hear about your dating life. But you talk about yours all the time. Because mine is interesting. Well, I wanted to let you know that I took a page from your book and it worked. Ooh, you slept with her ex to make them jealous? No. <gasps> you pulled their credit report? What? Made a copy of their keys while they were sleeping? How are you not in jail? Deny, deny, deny. No, Poodle. I decided to get myself a pair of me undies, great new underwear, which makes my um important parts look more junk forward. Junk forward? Wait, are you talking about the contoured pouch and ball caddy from me undies? Yes, the contoured pouch and ball caddy from me undies. I love the contoured pouch and ball caddy from me undies. There's no other way to date in this world. If you're not dating junk forward, you're doing it wrong. I think you're right, and you never told me that they're so comfortable. Well, usually I'm not wearing them that long, but yes, they are so soft, and the more you wash them, the softer they get, and they still keep you tucked and lifted in all the right places. When I wear them, I can barely keep men away from me. Oh, the way they stare. They look like burly, hungry cavemen searching for a nice meal after a long caveman day of nomadically crossing the tundra. To them, I'm like a piece of meat roasting over an open, smoky flame. Speaking of smoking, not only does my junk look great in me undies, but my butt looks hot. Okay, no one wants to hear your over-sexualized descriptions. Have some class. <sighs> Sissies, we've fallen in love with me undies, and you can too. They have a style for everyone. From all black classics to fun, expressive prints, me undies has a look for everyone. Plus, they come in sizes extra small to 4XL, guaranteeing a flattering cut for everybody. And Me Undies isn't just about underwear. Explore the lounge collection featuring joggers, hoodies, onesies, and more. With unmatched comfort, Me Undies' signature fabric is as soft as a warm hug from your favorite sweater. It's breathable, stretchy, and oh so comfy, making it ideal for all day wear. And they use sustainably sourced materials and work with partners that care for their workers. And you know, Mother Poodle loves a return policy. Not happy with the first pair of Me Undies? It's on Me Undies. Cool. Sissies. Good things come in big packages at MeUndies. Get 20% off your first order plus free shipping at MeUndies.com slash RealityGaze. That's MeUndies.com slash RealityGaze for 20% off plus free shipping. MeUndies. Comfort from the outside in. To all our queens. To Caitlin and the Canadian sissies. Oh my God, Poodle. I can't stop singing that song either. It's so catchy. So catchy. Sissies, we are obsessed with the Songfinch original song that we premiered at the Toronto Live Show. Songfinch lets you create an original radio quality song inspired by your own life and the people you love. It's completely unique, personal, and lasts forever. For example, we wanted to create a song dedicated to our Canadian listeners, some of which have waited four to five years to see us live. After the show, we had so many people tell us how special the song made them feel, and we are still getting DMs and comments about it. And the Songfinch songwriter was so clever, incorporating all our sissy references like Aunt Peggy's Lip, Elizabeth Smart, and even Keep Going Queens. Yes. Songfinch walks you through a simple process to create your original song. Just tell them who the song is for, what style of song you want, and then share some personal details about your relationship. Then an actual Songfinch musician of your choice will write, record, and produce your original song in just four to seven days. You can also choose unique add-ons to make the gift even more personalized, like a vinyl record of your song or a piece of one-of-a-kind art made from your lyrics. You can even add your song to Spotify. 
With more than 350,000 happy customers, Songfinch is proud to be called the number one custom music company in the world. Whether your song is for Mother's Day, Father's Day, an upcoming graduation or a wedding, or just to show a loved one how much you care, start your song now to lock in a top Songfinch artist. And for a limited time, Songfinch is letting our listeners upload their song to Spotify for free so you and the lucky person you gifted to can listen to it anywhere, anytime. Go to songfinch.com slash realitygaze and start your song. After you purchase, you'll be prompted to add Spotify streaming for your original song for free, a $50 value. Again, our URL is songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Don't forget to share your song with us, too. songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Now, Gary, play us out with a little bit of our Songfinch original song to all our queens. And find your happy Hey, hey, our Canadian listeners We know you get tired of waiting Reality Gaze is coming to you So no more complaining To all our queens To Caitlin and The Canadian sissies Love yourself Never be ashamed to all our queens, to Caitlin and the Canadian sissies, love yourself, never be ashamed, have hope and find your happy. Have hope, have hope, keep going queens. I just get so, uncomfortable yes. when they're saying she's going to do this. It's ca- Can I get $300? Can I get $400? I promise there's no sex act involved with this money. It. It, it's just normal for people, but that's why they're bidding on the pigs. I think it's interesting that you took issue with that. When I took issue more with Michelle says, we're giving back our money to our kids. Right. A lot of a lot of the money that from our pig show, we're giving back to give money to our kids for college. But Nugget's 10 years old. He's right. He's not going to college yet. Instead, you're giving money back to the kids who pay you to coach them, Yeah, you're giving them the money back from the show that, guess what? They're going to end up paying giving you, you but to fucking coach I, them. Th- well, it wasn't clear. It, my, the clarity here was, was really murky uh, that she was actually bidding on the pigs that are her pigs. The, yes, she's bidding on her pigs that are her pigs. Again, it's too close to home. <laughs> she shouldn't be doing it. I was, it feels weird. This hurt my brain. And maybe this is a really common thing. I've never been to an auction that involved people with pigs, but they talk about, especially when they're talking about young girls, with, like when it's Jordan and Shelly, I believe, I was very uncomfortable. But they're sponsoring the pig, not I get the it. kid. I get it, but I think that's semantics. But I feel like that's what lets these people sleep. It's, it's like... Love the sinner, hate the sin. It's that type of like bullshit yeah. terminology. But it's just a picture of the pig. <laughs> I know. I kind of think, but the, the girls pigs, are there in if the you're flesh. Give money, bring the pig. I kind of agree. I'm going to need to see the pig. Yeah, I'm not sponsoring you unless I see that. Ham. And then no one really buys the pig. No, it's very strange. No, you're just sponsoring the pig again. I'm probably reading too much into this. I think so. Um. It was bizarre to me. But, again, y'all, 
Michelle is saying that they're so great for giving the money back to the kids that are just. It all goes back to the kids. And it again, all goes the, back to the, the kids. The producer says, so do you know how much you made at the show? I, I don't know. I you don't know, even if, know. If you I ask mean, me the amount, I don't even think I know if, what it would be. If I told you a number, it wouldn't be. Next scene. 52. In. Is that a number? I don't know. <laughs> 15. 15. $15,000. Ought nine. Is that a number? I wouldn't know. At sign ampersand. <laughs> bracket, bracket, bracket. <laughs> I don't know. What's a number? What's a number? Gamma. <laughs> um, the next scene, y'all, Michelle's getting a facelift. And I don't really actually think very she's next getting, scene. But y'all, this is filmed so well. She's walking in. It's the music is swelling. It's slow motion. You know, I think it's fillers. S- it's not even lift. I think no, it might be no, fillers. No, not fi- no. I have had fillers. That's just an injection. Yeah. This is no. She's getting eye lift. Yeah, eye lift. Yeah. Which is not cheap. Yeah. So I need to look at her I before and after. I don't know all of the 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 oh, things. I will have you. to. I'm going to get an eye lift one day because I have hooded eyes. I'm very excited. So you don't to get look an like a Saint Bernard. I'm excited to get an eye lift. <laughs> I just want them to fill in the the circles under my eyes. Yeah, that'd be nice. <laughs> so, well, my cheekbones are very sharp, so it always looks that way. It just would make good, so I didn't feel like I was doing a podcast with Skeletor. <laughs> wow, classless, classless. <laughs> so, I mean, also too, she's going into plastic surgery. With fucking laid out extensions. Yeah. Her hair is literally was, a foot longer, y'all. And those seem like pretty nice extensions. She doesn't live cheap. Um, so, bitch, l- let it be known. Let it be known that the Boleros, the Reens are going to this uh, competition and they're picking pigs to go to the show, and the Boleros are not going because they're doing the homeless thing. Well, and also, too, they're going to, it's called. Um, Burn Tom, it, Tyler, classic. Well, Tyler basically says, look, there's different competitions for each pig. They kind of break that down. And Tyler said, this, this is, is jackpot. What is it's jackpot? A, it's jackpot. He said, we're buckle chasers. People that are buckle chasers and people that aren't. And Michelle's like, we're not buckle chasers. Those are just practice competitions. They don't really mean anything. Where Tyler's like, we're always going to go. We're always going to get better. Right. That's always every, every little piece adds up. Every little dollar adds up. Every buckle adds up. Um. So we we they talk about different competitions of Briggs breeds different breeds of pigs, which I'm not gonna Hamps, yeah. Yorks, and Crosses. Crow, yeah, all these different types of pigs, which I'm very interested in. Uh, and so it looks like, and that's where we have Tyler talks about yeah. his mom, where she she did say because I have it written down, I forgot. She said, "Get up and pack your shit." Yeah, that's what it was. Now, did you notice? I really loved, and they, they talk about Tyler being being gay, and Judy's like, him being gay doesn't mean anything to me. And she said, uh, Tyler says we're a blessing, but he's a blessing to us, yeah. too. And then when, I loved it, Cannon gets stung by a bee, and Cannon's just a crier, y'all, and I, I think that's so sweet. Weirdly, as a child, I was not a crier, mm. but as an adult, I'm a big crier. Mm. Um. I think that Cannon too is just—he's an emotional kid, he's an emotional. Yeah, and I um, and I don't think they don't embrace that. I think kind of what some people might be triggered later on this competition where they're telling him not to cry. I think it's we'll get into it, but it seemed more of they're actually just trying to help him 
navigate and manage yeah. emotions because you do have to manage emotions in life for certain yeah. situations. My cousin, my first cousin who I grew up with, cried all the time. Anytime he got emotional. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. And his uh, parents, both of his parents, really threatened him about it. Does he cry now? No, he's an emotionless mess. <laughs> Sorry. Wow. <laughs> Cautionary tale. Not doing well, huh? <laughs> wow. I just Southern stories, y'all. Good thing it's on the Patreon. Southern stories. So... <laughs> Gotta gotta let it out somehow, y'all. Actually, you know what you turn into if you don't, if you say dry up, dry up, dry up, don't cry? It's all anger. That's the only emotion you can feel. Yes. That's that's what it is. I don't think the Reens did that with Cannon. No, 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 no. They, yeah. But we'll get into it. But before we talk about the show, I just want to talk about a pot that I thought was really important. Talk about the Boleros and. Michaela McCall are training Nugget. And this is where we find out that what's uh, what's Nugget's mom's name? Mimi? Uh, what do they call her? Oh, Teresa. Thank you. And so, um, y'all, um, this is where they're... They're, they're just they're yelling taking, at Nugget. Taking Nugget under his wing. Now, look, I want to say... They just boss him around. I want to say this about Teresa. Yeah, as Poodles jokingly said, she doesn't have a lot of her teeth. Yeah. That probably means that she's had a harder life. I'm assuming... She might have even struggled with like a meth addiction. Maybe that's why she doesn't have her teeth. That is quite possible. And so I don't mean as a judgment. I just mean that's where she's at. Y'all, you can tell that like it, that me, I think Teresa is very proud of Nugget because. Why do you keep calling her Mimi? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> Teresa's, I think because that's Nugget's grandma's Mimi. Oh. Or um, so kind of, so no, taking that into account, just in case you don't watch the show, Michelle is like saying, look, we told him we'll pay for everything. I mean, We'll train Nugget. We got it. We're going to take you under our wing. You just got to walk all of our animals and clean up their pig But shit. also pay her to no, train no, him. No, no, no. This is with the original agreement. Was all oh, okay. you have to do was walk the animals and pick up the shit. Right. Shit. Now, look, y'all. This is an adult. Not I can understand that maybe for a kid. But this is an adult who hopefully works or tries to work. You're talking about Teresa. Teresa. Yeah. Y'all, they have a lot of pigs. Yeah. This is not just the a few pigs. They have a lot of pigs. And so n- instead of paying someone an irregular hourly ra- wage, they're making not just Nugget, they're making Nugget's mother work for free. Right. But they also say that M- Teresa has to pay her. But that's good. But they, yeah. this was earlier on. You're right. jumping in. They, they, so they preface it with that. And then... It's kind of like, then we see them train, and we see look, Teresa's talking about, and she's kind of mean. And she's trying to, like, play. She, mom's like, she's yeah, you're going to get it. And she's like, don't listen to your mother. And they basically are like, your mother's stupid. But you know what? They say that to their she, own and, mother. And Teresa's like, yeah, Mackenzie's kind of mean. She's like, gets an elbow in there. But then we cut to Michelle, who says, now, in her defense, she didn't say this directly about Teresa, this could have been an edit for something else. Yeah. But Michelle says, sometimes you feel like they're ungrateful when someone is not paying for something. I mean, all we, well, I guess she was, because she said, all we ask is that they pe- keep the pigs clean. So they're going to have to pay now. Yep. They're going to have to pay for this. And Nugget's mom's like, I didn't know we had a fame. And she said, why? This is, y'all, this is her family. Yep. 
Yeah. This is her family that she brought in and said, oh, I'll give you this for free. I think let me take I think care they're cousins. I don't know if it's first or second cousins. It's still but it's family. Cousin. I agree. Because cousins are almost like siblings sometimes where we're from. I would, I would never charge a member of my family for things like that. No. Like if yeah. you were back home teaching voice lessons in the church choir, if your first cousin wanted to take voice lessons, you probably would give it to him for free or very discounted. Discounted. But you would, but I'm not yeah. saying you would. Yeah, you'd have to, because otherwise, people, people, if they, if you get things pe- to people for free, they won't respect it. A lot of times, I find. I just this is like, and Michelle said, you know, we just want a return on our investment and win buckles. This was this was hard to watch. That was hard to watch. Yeah, that was really gross. Anyway, um, so now we can get to the competition. And the, there was one part where I think it was Mackenzie or Michaela said, Nugget, your face is getting really red. And you know what that means? You're getting frustrated. I guess when you have three older girls who already you, you already feel like you need to impress and they're going at you. I really hope he switches to the ring team. Me too. That Me would too. be. And you know who I hope I, you, you know who I, 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 I hope talk. does too. Jordan. Jordan, yeah. Because oh, she's my favorite. Which is great talk. Because there's a little talk with Cannon. Um it's it's very sweet, but basically Cannon's dad is talking to him I and love this. This made me emotional because me honestly, my father never really had talks I, like this with me. Thank you. I I found myself saying, God, I would have loved to have a father who was this emotionally available. Well, because I think what I was touching is way more than your dad, but like this, Although my dad can be really emotional. But no, but I mean, what, what I was going to say, look, the rings, they're country folk. That is, yeah. that is my dad. That's not necessarily your dad. I mean, he's kind from of, the country. Yeah. But, but at the same time, like, I, it took me back because y'all, I remember literally driving a tractor like that, tilling the soil, like for my grandpa and my dad was out there helping, like, or my dad. And I would just drive the little Kubota back and forth, and he would let me do it. And I was literally the same age as Cannon. Mm-hmm. So it was very like, whoa. His dad says, he talks about the whole crying thing. He's like, I know you're passionate. And then his dad says, you know, I think he's overwhelmed with with COVID and everything <sighs> going on. It's a lot for him. And he was like, son, I just want you to make sure you're never letting us down. We, you never. And he's like, well, I feel like that. He said, you are never letting us down. He said, but we have to endure tough losses to get where we want to be in life. And that's okay. I, I can, I'm emotional now thinking about it. And, and then at the end he says, you know, he says, just remember. And he walks in. He says, I love you, buddy. And his dad says, I love him, too. And he just takes a tractor and drives off. And I got I a little misty eye, too. And there's this idea. Like, I think my father would say things like that. But nothing was as ever understanding and so not sweet that's the wrong word don't you feel like maybe our generations of parents they talked around things not to things. yeah that's my dad and also my dad would talk down to me yeah yeah because that's what their parents did to them yeah it was coming from a, a, play, a place of maturity to like one my that dad was would, immature if i was crying he he would say i mean my dad would literally say He'd say, Matt, drop your goddamn tears and act like a man. Yeah. That's what he'd my, say to me. I never got that, but I got, um, if that would have been my dad, it would have been like, son, you know, people, uh, friend, friend, son, this is going to happen. People, you're going to lose and you're going to win. And we just got, you know, you got you to be graceful when you're a winner. And every, well, it would feel like teaching and it would feel like 
he knows this, and he's waiting for me to get with the program. Yeah. Instead of Cannon's dad, Josh, being like, this happens, son. I don't like it either. You know what? I realized my dad would actually be hurt that I was crying, (laughs) tell me to stop crying, and then get mad at the coach who benched me and go and cuss him out and call him a motherfucker. We may need to talk about this in therapy. That was not healthy. Respective therapists. Wow. Wow. The cats in the cradle and, and the, the silver spoon. But when you're gonna hold me, you don't go in. I always in. knew my dad when loved me. We're gonna be together, Dad. <laughs> always knew my dad loved me, though. That, what's that song? What's the song from cats Working? Cats in the Cradle. Uh, no, oh. uh, Fathers and Sons. Then a lot like you, Dad. Da da da. That we song makes that. me weep. We didn't do that at Belvoir because it was a girls' camp. <laughs> it would have been weird when I directed that show. Okay, so let's move on to let's actually Jordan. Let's. let's Real quick, Jordan Space, and we'll get to the show. But Jordan basically, she's washing her steers, and her mom comes out. And Jordan, isn't this so weird? She gets a text on her phone, but I guess that's the way kids find out I they guess. get to college. I don't know. I don't have kids. She got into San Angelo. You know, uh, and so San Angelo. Mom gets in. She gets in San Angelo, and her mom says, um, "Well, you gotta gotta start paying things off. You gotta gotta go into high gear." Blah she's blah like, blah. You gotta, you gotta, we gotta, we gotta go in showmanship. She's like, you've been doing really well, but you haven't won anything yet. And the mom says, and you know, this is the first year I've been paying for coaching, and nothing's really paid off yet. She's like, you gotta tell me if you don't feel right about it. And that's a good mom thing because what she doesn't just say, "Don't tell me if you don't feel right about it." She says, "If things aren't going right, you don't feel right about it. Tell me, and I'll take care of I'll it. I'll take care of it." That is I, that y'all. I, I say trust that, that Jordan's mom will take care of it. But that is, you've got a a, son, a kid who felt like they had to take care of things yep. all on their own in high school. I tell parents that all the time. I don't even care if your kids are seventeen, sixteen, eight, eighteen, still in the house. You need to remind them when shit goes down. I'm your parent, and right. I will protect you and take care of you. I will say I always felt protected because of Mother Poodle. Yeah. <laughs> if something happens, she's like, "Cough." Who did that? Who said that? Yeah, I'll handle that. <laughs> What's his mom's number? Wow. They said what to you? Wait, so and so, you know, she wouldn't let you be in that club, or I, like she would call teachers. Oh my! No, my mother was, was my mother. Awful. My mother. Was, I shouldn't say that. My mother very. I felt very protected by my parents. I think when my like kind of after my parents. Split up my sophomore year, I was on my own because my yeah. mom was an emotional mess. But before that, well, I told the Bill George story. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so, but I just think just sometimes I think parents think, oh, my teenager is like a grown kid. They're not. Remind your 17-year-old yeah. that you're there to protect them. They and need I, to hear it. And honestly, there are a lot of, and it's good that you have a good open relationship with your kid. You're still their protector. Yeah, protector. Yeah. So, and I think this is planning, as far as an editing, they're planting a seed with Mother saying, Me too. Shit's going to go down. And also, Jordan's been, Jordan has been, been featured. Bucking, she's been bucking again. From the beginning, Michelle. which she didn't want to wear the uniform. So, I didn't realize this was, this, this is Jordan's first year of working with Yes, Valera. but it's also her senior year of so college. Her senior year, yes. The thing about Jordan, and I, I noticed in the beginning, instead of the, the film crew, Jordan's got star quality. So immediately, because I was like, who is this girl with this red hair and this? She reminds me of the, what's her name? The pretty brown haired girl from Cheer. Kind of independent. I watched one episode because I couldn't get into it. 
Um, anyway, so y'all, let's talk about a couple of, uh, let's talk about Ryan, um, the judge, because the Reens are telling, the Bro- Boleros aren't going to the show in Burnett, no. and, uh, and, and Tyler's like, so. Wait a minute, before we talk about this, we're not going to talk about the distribution of blankets? Oh, that's coming next. Oh, it is? Oh, okay, sorry, I'm, I got my notes. Oh, you're yeah. right. You're right. Sorry. Go ahead. Me so, falta. so, me falta. <laughs> me dispiace. Um, uh, so Tyler's like, so this judge is a little different than some of the other judges. You're going to see him. He's got brightly colored, uh, clothes on and this judge you got to drive it right in front of him you know uh you got to really he really needs to take it from you (laughs) and i thought is jake a judge (laughs) so he lets them know and so that's where tyler tyler talks about that Uh, did he talk about him being gay then right what not yet but ryan rash and jody's like when the first time you see ryan it's like this is a lot there's the eyelashes the makeup the nails, the blingy clothes, but it kind of all works. And y'all, we see him, and this is when you do get Ryan. Let's talk about a couple of things. Full foundation, full he, bronzer. He looks like Cam from Modern Family. And it is. Bright, he looks like Cam with the full face of makeup and eyelashes. Full eyelashes. And full acrylic nails. Yeah, acrylic nails, very blingy. Uh, I, bronzer that's a little darker than his than his skin tone. I'm gonna say this: this man's a hero to me. I kind of think he is too. This man's a hero to me. Even though you could think he's kind of ridiculous, he doesn't. He doesn't doesn't fall into that clown category. No, but that's how he feels comfortable. It's kind of fucking punk. It's, it's it really it's very, fucking punk well, to do this. Well, he's a little older than us, but probably he graduated in the late 80s. He probably fucking loved Depeche Mode yeah. and all that shit. That's Boy George. That's New Wave, but that's fine. But that was considered... No, punk is different. I'm know. saying punk is it's, it's completely outside the norm. Oh, okay, yes. Yeah. So... Tyler's kind of – he's basically preparing them for that. We're going to get to the show. We're almost to the show. But we just want to talk about, y'all, they're going to go distribute blankets. And then – The Boleros. Um, Michelle lines everybody up. She ain't a good public says, speaker, y'all. y'all. She can't even speak – she can't speak from the heart because she's heartless. I cannot speak my heart. I think is that from Miss Saigon? I don't know, but she can't speak hers. <laughs> no, that's parade. Y'all, this is a one minute speak speech and she's fucking reading it. And she's on got a script. Phone. On she's like, Thank you all for being here today. It is good when we help the less it's, fortunate. It's good when we help poor I mean homeless. I mean, Street tra- I mean, these it is, people. It is very important. Scroll up. Scroll to, up. To, Scroll tell, up. to tell. Now gesture with left hand, hand to blanket. These people need warmth, even though it's 72 degrees today. I'm going to make sure that we are all together for whatever people, blankets, helping people. <laughs> Wait. Uh-oh. Space. Where am I? Thank Amber, you. Just got an Amber Alert. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I just and remember if you see 
an 11 year old <laughs> brunette girl give her a blanket license plate 9967 ooh. ooh she's in trouble bracket <laughs> gamma <laughs> y'all this is it's it's painful she bought fucking Four dollar cheap ass yeah. blankets from Walmart, and she's and she acts like she's sending out fucking Pottery Barn plush blankets to and everyone. And they're taking pictures with these homeless people or people experiencing homelessness. Like homelessness, yeah, that's, that's what they're like. Really like they are like these are presidential political photos. Yes, she's like, do you mind if I take a picture with you? Hold on, let's get let me holding you the blanket. Now I will say, not to give Michelle credit, but they kind of they edited it that like Michelle didn't want to touch people. Hand like sanitizer, yeah. I'm not to give... That's fine. Y'all, this is in the middle of COVID. Yeah. They filmed this, like, in the middle of... I would be that if I was touching anyone. The camera crew, y'all, hates her. They hate Michelle. Yeah. Can't stand her. The producers are probably like, we're ha- this is great. The camera crew, y'all, despises her. They, the producer who handled Michelle, should get an Emmy. I agree. I, I agree. Actually, I want to interview that producer. Me too. Her field producer... Come at us, um, because you are a gift, and maybe you can calm Poodle, because you're used to working <laughs> with bitches. <laughs> I, I really liked when uh, the girls said, they were, they were talking to a woman, and a woman said, oh, you want the brighter colored one? And, 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 uh, and Michelle's like, oh, she wanted a different one. She's picky. And I went to myself. Why should she not have the fucking color she well, wants? Well, because people experiencing homelessness, or as they say, ho- homeless people, or they probably call them hobos or some shit like that, they should just be grateful for whatever they get. But so what? So what if she wants a different color? That's great. God, it's, it's, there's this, it's this kind of dehumanization. Dehumanization of people experiencing homelessness. And, and, and sometimes I'll hear, I'll hear my father talk like this, and it really pisses me off. Like my father will talk about people who were addicted to drugs or or who are no, my addicts. father does too. And there's this dehumanized way he talks about addicts. Well, my dad never did drugs, but he grew up horrendously poor. Yeah, very poor. But he worked his ass off, so he feels like anyone that they're poor, lazy or they have a character defect. Any, yeah, but anyone poor can, if they just work hard, they yeah. can make it in life. It really, I I got in, a, in like a screaming fight last time I was at home. About it, I was just like, "You're, you're wrong. This is it's people. You so you don't think a person who's turned their life around, even even if they're struggling with addiction, they they want to not be addicted to drugs. They want to be substance free, and you don't think that 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 says that their character is 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 strong." And he's like, "Well, they but they get in the beginning. They they let themselves do it in the beginning." I'm like, "God, I hate that mindset." Yeah. I mean, I... Your dad's more judgmental than mine. I grew up with it. I grew up with thinking that. Yeah. And now I just don't because I know so many people who are in recovery and even shows like Intervention, you watch it. That's why I did recovery work. I volunteered for when I knew nothing because I did have a bias because that's what I was told is that someone who does drugs is a loser. And they're lazy. And they're lazy. Yeah. Which is... They've squandered their lives. Not true at all. Yeah. And so... and. We're bringing up drug use because there, percentage-wise, a lot of people experiencing homelessness. Yeah, or mental are, illness. Are, are experiencing mental illness and some of drug. Anyway, soapbox for us. This show is long. Back to Michelle's a horrible person. Yeah. 
Um, so they're happy. Um, it's good to get back to the community. And so they're starting to get ready for the show, and Cammy leans over. She says, is it true that she has all the Botox in her face? And then that's when I went, is this bitch reading me? <laughs> <laughs> and, but that's where that's what I love about Tyler, because Tyler's a bitchy queen. Sometimes he's like, oh, yes, she was. And then, like, he pauses and he says, because he's got a heart. He, he does. Says, I'm sorry. Like, I, I, sh- I shouldn't have said that. And then he said, well, but if the shoe fits, lace it up lace and wear it, up and it, wear it bitch. <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh, I am using I that. I love her. If I the shoe her. fits, lace it up and wear it. Tyler, honey. come at us on social media. Tyler, We're make, fans. Tyler, make that merch. We're I, fans. I would buy that like a fan. You're, you're a star. You're a star, Tyler. He is. Yeah. You're a Love star. It. I think you and the girls are stars. Jody's a star. All of them. Jordan's a star. Even the Bolero girls are stars. Michelle. Michelle. <laughs> she really is kind Nugget's of. Nugget's a star. Nugget's Michelle, a motherfucking star. Is. Michelle kind of is the human form, like the, the live action human form of Ursula. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Yeah. She really is. Yeah. Anyway, can we finally talk about the Burnett Winter Blast? The, the Burnett. The Burnett Winter Blast. Um, Burnett Winter Blast. How would you describe Ryan Rash's hair? It's kind of sh- It's kind of faded, but then it's kind of like it's, it's kind of like very barber. But it's um, but on top, it kind of looks like a little wave. It's like it's the uh, it's the I would say it is a a modern interpretation of that gay elf from the Rudolph movie. <laughs> exactly. That's exactly. I'm just in the midst. I don't want to eat pussy. Y'all. <laughs> but, and I know we talked. That elf made a big impression on us because we mentioned him a lot. I, I felt. Larry. Uh, Herbie. Herbie. This, he is, if Herbie grew up, this is Herbie. No, I have felt, I felt an aff- uh, affiliation with that, that elf from the first time I watched that special. God, I know. <laughs> We've really ruined it for people. It's almost like when I ruined this this the Frosty the Snowman special. We really went in. That was in our first days. We completely <sighs> talked about the gay allegory in Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer. <laughs> And we've ruined it. You can, I don't know what that episode is, but it was long. Somebody posted in the Sissy Squad. I don't remember it what It was, episode. and it really upset people. It really upset people. <laughs> so, so anyway, Burnett Winter Class. So y'all, they are, now Mandy's there. They're, they're all there, and she's, and, the, and so, there's, and the good thing with Ryan Rash, y'all, this judge does not play the politic thing. No. We see Ryan for the first time. The blingy nails, the crazy, and like Jody says, it works. So now, Ryan Rash, y'all, he is, this is what I love, this is where I'm from, and probably you too, when there are gay men, or, yes, some lesbian women, but especially particularly gay effeminate men, Yeah, if they're successful in a field, I remember this in speech and debate competitions, you no kind of, no you, one, it's, there's respect, there's, you kind of had to assert this fierceness, yes, and boldness, because you, you needed to have that otherwise you were like a fear of being bullied right. or whatever. And Ryan's got that. Like people respect the fuck out of him. Weirdly, like. weirdly, uh, there was uh, there was a man who worked at uh, Michael's, uh, which was like a restaurant. He was a server and he was he was obviously gay now, but he was kind of overweight. And he's like, 
baby, you having good? You having a good day today? You know what? I'll, I'll tell you, this one's not going to do that. But everyone, he was nice, but at the same time, he's like, "Who told you you could do that?" He had an attitude, and everyone was kind of afraid of him. Yeah, who worked there? No one questioned him at all because he had such a strong point of view. Mm-hmm. And that's the weird thing about passing in a in a in a in a, in a, in a like a small environment like that. No one questioned it. Everyone knew. Mm-hmm. No one questioned it. And no one talked about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But because he had a strong point of view. However, if he would have just then been like, uh, if he wouldn't have stood up for himself, people would have bullied him. And a lot of times, if an outsider comes in and tries to judge them for that. Oh, people, people will defend, defend them. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. People defended uh, one, of the, one of the town organists oh, no. that way. Oh, oh God. <laughs> No, I. He used to. Uh, he used oh, to date God. that other. He used to date that Gillespie girl. He's fine. He's fine. <laughs> He's just picky. I heard that Carlisle <laughs> girl thought she was pregnant. <laughs> Turned out she was just full. Very masculine. Very. <laughs> she's, she's just full. She, she just eaten a lot of salt the night before. So, so now look. <laughs> so, so Cannon gets out there, and so basically he does his first thing. He gets, the way it works, this is like 300-something people. Yeah. And they pull, they, they do their first round. Showmanship and, and is first. Go, and yeah. then they go to showmanship finals. Cannon's the only one that gets pulled out yeah. of his thing for showmanship finals. Yeah. So, y'all, he's going to the finals. He did not win. No. Keely is like, I don't want to see the tears. And, but Cannon does cry. Yeah. Well, I think it's interesting with kids it, it's hard to grow up as, let's say, kind of the most emotional person that's there, and everyone else is competitive. He's competitive too, and so when he doesn't get something, he feels like he's letting them down. So I guess it's better to be that than kind of emotionally stunted in a way. No, I think it's it's just that's his yeah. process. Meanwhile, Tyler is saying like, "I'm fucking meeting my Nicki Minaj." Like right. I'm freaking out. <laughs> And he says he doesn't want to say anything, but but Keely says something that is. I weird. wrote this down too. She I said, loved it. What she loved about Ryan Rash, she said, the thing is, if you're going to be judged, become the become judger. the judge. That's what this bitch did. Uh, yeah, early <laughs> in life. <laughs> Weirdly, I chose a career where not that I belittle people, uh, but I. I help them with little tiny details. But I think we all take things that traumatize us and try to turn them into like, you know, something we want to yeah. do in life in a positive way. I, and I think yeah. you were so over-concerned and had insecurities of being judged and you wanted to turn that around. Yeah, totally. And details became a superpower. Yeah. Um, and then actually fixing details and fixing things um, about – Anything that I needed to, that I was good at, yeah, became. Uh, and there's also people like that. People like me are um, lean towards teaching because people like me. There's a sense of universal justice that we have um, that we felt that the world may have been unjust sometimes to us, and that we we said that was what that wasn't right. Well, yeah, and I imagine that you probably. Spent years and years trying to fix a part, of, fixing parts of yourself yes. to fit in, to, and those weren't fixable. And no, then, so you take that 
that inward fixation and you turn that outward and exactly. it becomes a positive experience. Yep. Yeah. Yep. The, that's where a lot of people become teachers that way. Yep. Because you're trying to make something better for other people that you didn't get. I loved it. I thought it was very... They're, they're, those were insightful daughters. I love them. Aren't they? Yeah, they're both stars. Well, they're just wise. Um, they're wise beyond so their years. So the breed competition, very different than the one I have on Saturday nights. Whoa. <laughs> Again, hey, Charlie, but no way we're using these guys for the tell-all. Uh, uh, <laughs> can't be... No, no way. Censors won't allow it. Strangely enough, there's still hams involved. <laughs> Strangely. <laughs> Yorkies and hamps. Um, and Honeywell mustard sauce. Don't ask. <laughs> uh, so, and uh, Cam Cannon wins his wins his uh, breed champion, and then he wins complete uh, grand champion without the cute little pig. And I have to say, when, and it was, we didn't know because the Ryan Rash normally doesn't like Cannon's type of pig. Yeah. My but least when, favorite type of hog. When Ryan won... I squealed. I you mean and I, Cannon? Or Cannon won. I squealed and I applauded. Oh, I was so excited. It was very. And then Cannon cries again. I'm going to cry, but this is happy tears. But it's happy tears. So, and that's when Jody's crying and she's like, this time you can cry. It's okay. And then they said, We're, we all won today. And I wrote down, I'm very emotional. It's very emotional. Anyway, that's the show. I want to talk about one thing is that Tyler did go up to Ryan Rash. Yeah. And he did say, and again, I remember this from being younger too. This actually made me a little emotional. He goes up to him and he says, I just want to thank you. I admire you. Y'all, back where we're from, you meet somebody else who's gay, at least in our generation, and none of you both say that you don't talk about being gay. That's so true. Particularly in a straight setting. Now, if they saw each other like at a gay bar or something, it'd be very different. That's why places like gay bars and things like that are so important in small towns. Small Town Gay Bar is a great documentary. It is good. That's a really good, highly recommend that documentary. But um, they, yeah, it just, that made me, because I remember meeting other people and it was that, the truth you dare not speak its name. Right. And so, anyway, I hope that Ryan watched this and saw what good he did for and Tyler. Saw Tyler talk about, and it made me think of my, and I actually got emotional thinking about my friend. He's in, it was a band instructor now, but at the time we were going to school at North Texas, and he was doing costume and theater design with Barbara Cox, mm-hmm. and his name was Daryl Clement, and he was from Louisiana, and a queen of queen, and he was like. He was probably in his 50s at the time. He was yeah. going back to school. And he took me for the first time to see Sorted Lives in a theater. Wow. I met I've he. never heard you talk about this person. I mean, he, he and his husband, Noel. But the re- why I bring it up with the connection to Ryan Rash, I was, this was the last six months of, gra- of school that I was friends with Daryl. And then I left. Yeah. And I went on and he stayed in North Texas and then left. Ryan Rash is somebody who barely met Tyler. But... Probably when I look back on the biggest queer influence that it, that let me be myself, it's mm-hmm. probably Daryl. Wow. And so it's these moments. We have to remember that people can be in our lives for a very short moment, but yeah. they can change the trajectory of our life. Not Paul Lind. Who? I'm not familiar. <laughs> not familiar. Not Dr. Bombay. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's like Poodle. He thought he was a top for like 10 years, y'all. <laughs> and then one Latin guy 
changed that in Ooh, literally an instant. Turned the page. Turned the page, turned the book, and shut the door. <laughs> boom, boom. <laughs> okay, that's the show. I just wanted to say that. Click. Click. Y'all, pig royalty. Ugh. We're definitely going to jump. We're going to keep on trucking on this pig royalty train. That was a long show. It was a lot to talk. It was a good episode. Y'all, you can go to realitygazepodcast.com. The show was a good episode, not our episode. Our, no, we were a good no, episode. no, 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 no. Y'all, we're trash. But <laughs> you can go to realitygazepodcast.com to see our other shows. Um, we do, if you're on the $8 tier and you're listening, that means you did get the buy curious of Extreme Sisters. So if you want us to recap that show, just listen and contact Don't come Middle. at me. No, no, no. Don't. Send them some messages. Don't. <laughs> Don't. Tag him on Twitter. Shake it or fake it. I had to do a cameo the other the other day, or no, it's, they just asked for it this morning, of explaining reasons why I did not want to do Extreme Sisters. <laughs> That's wonderful. Yeah, I'm not happy about it. Y'all, so, hey, go out there, get out in the outdoors, get yourself a pig, and you know what? We'll, we'll see you later. later. Fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or is it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.